everybody, welcome to You Have to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And today we're talking about Devin's pick uh, for the film this week, 2013's Captain Phillips, starring Tom Hanks and that guy from Captain Phillips. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also Tom Hanks. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, we uh, wanted to talk about some stuff that uh, we, we thought you guys should know. Uh, next week, our live show will be on Sunday at 6 p.m. Did we decide on the time? Sunday at 6? Uh, you know what? It's good, it's good a time as any. Sunday at Works 6 will be our next show. So just, just a little programming note there for you. Um, and with that, I think we can get into we watched this. Um, yes. And the first thing I think we should talk about, without getting into spoilers too much... <laughs> is the Loki finale, which I forgot to pull a graphic for. Um, because the last few days, like ever since the last week's show, I've just been in a bleh. Um, but the Loki finale aired last Wednesday, so we've had some time to process it and uh, see all the memes. What did you guys think of season one of Loki? Ryan, what did you think? I want to hear yours real bad. Okay, so Loki was never one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. This might have changed that. Okay. So, I mean, I'm... It started off kind of sluggish. I really wasn't into it the first couple episodes. But then it really started to pick up steam. And then I would say probably the last episode was like, yeah, no, I'm definitely on board with this now. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I, I heard your early season review and was curious if that you had changed your mind. And I'm <laughs> happy you did. Uh, I think that if this is going to be the shape of the new, like like group or new phase of MCU. I'm excited for it. I like the new villain that I won't talk about in any way. I mean, I get, I mean, I don't want to get into spoilers. I like, I like the actor that they have to play him. I think he's phenomenal. I think he runs with the role in a way that made me instantly like him. Uh, And without getting into spoilers, I had said, I'd made like a really kind of overt, like, there's no way you can get away with doing this thing in a show. And then they did it. And I think because of the strength of that actor's performance, uh, who the person who ultimately yeah. ends up being the bad guy, because of the strength of his performance, it totally worked and didn't make me feel like I wasted a lot of my time and was cheated. Yeah. I, I mean, without saying who he is, uh, we'll, mm-hmm. I'll say who the actor is. Jonathan Majors from uh, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country stole the finale for me. Yeah, um, absolutely. I need to go back and rewatch it because I was watching it at the beach house and people were coming in and out and it wasn't the best of circumstances to watch it, but I enjoyed it. Um, I think this is setting up what is, what is going to be the next phase of Marvel movies. I think we're going to see a lot more of him going forward. Um, and I'm super excited that we're getting into, um, the multiverse with stuff. Well, and it, it's been set up so much in like WandaVision, like did they like crappy little tease or like, Oh, it's going to be, it's not going to be it. I will say this. Uh, I'll have to find yeah. the video. There is somebody synced up the moment in WandaVision where she uses her chaos magic for magic for the first time. And the scene where the bad guy in Loki kind of like pauses and he's like, something's changed lines up perfectly weird it, weird almost to the point where it's it can't be an accident like it's that perfect 
if you if you start the finales at the same time, they queue up. Exactly. Wow. So, See, that's impressive. Yeah. That, okay, that's cool. I will admit that. <laughs> so I and like wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Like I, like it's just, yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah. But. What else have you guys watched this week? Is that all you guys watched was Loki? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all I've watched was Loki. I mean, and obviously the movie that we're going to talk about soon. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't think I watched anything. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Ryan, I know you've been busy with work, so I don't think you watched anything. Yeah, it's the same. It's watching reruns of Doria and Dragon Ball Z when I have time to calm down after work. That's, that's about it. That's right. about well, it. <laughs> well, I did a thing. Uh as soon as I got home, like first thing I watched when I got home from the beach was a little film called space jam, a new legacy. And we're not going to get into too many details here because we will be doing an episode of this separately from this. I just want to say after reading the description of what this movie was going to be months ago, before any trailers, before any images came out, the plot leaked. I looked at it. I was like, that sounds dumb. I don't want to see that. Having seen exactly what that description described, wasn't bad. I enjoyed no? it. It's a it's a kids movie, and I think you need to take that into consideration when reviewing this film. But there are parts of it that I cringed at, like that's not like why no don't do that. There are other parts where I'm like you know what, I appreciate that joke a lot. Huh. Um. And I think we'll get into it more when we do our episode, because all three of us are going to do an episode. I don't think that mm-hmm. one will be live. That'll be on our YouTube channel and our podcast feed probably by this weekend. So, um, awesome re- evolution of beards are back. Yes, we are. Oh, um, yay. Here we are. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but so, yeah, so make sure to uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see our review of Space Jam, A New Legacy. That'll be dropping sometime. I think we're recording it Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Uh, One of those two. It'll be, it'll be up this weekend. So just stay tuned for that. Um, but Thank other... you, by the way. Thanks for not saying stay Looney Tuned for that. Oh, I should have. Uh, I felt it coming. I was like, here it comes. I got I to gotta start the whole show over. All right, just uh, we'll no. restart it. It's fine. Um, no, I'm not going to jam that one in there. So, oh, uh, other than that, I don't really have anything else that I watched because I, I spent the, most of the weekend traveling. I drove from North Carolina to Pennsylvania in eight hours overnight after a day of at the beach and in the pool. So I'm still kind wow. of like mentally like tired from that. Um, but there was some exciting news I wanted to cover because, uh, about a year, two years, two years ago, geez, two years ago, we went and did a deep dive of the films of Kevin Smith and it was announced yesterday that Clerks 3 is starting production next month in, uh, Leonardo, New Jersey. So I can't wait. I can't wait. I, I thought it was weird that he's spending the summer in New Jersey just for his podcast theater. I was like, that's weird. Like something else has got to be going on. And then they announced this like, yeah, that, that, that checks out. Makes sense. So, yeah, uh, I'm hoping at some point to make it out to New Jersey for a podcast show. Um, 
but we'll Question. see. Yes. Yeah. Uh, does that mean that this is going to be a really quick question for a really quick answer? So I'm not expecting much. But okay. Does that does that mean they're doing to uh, what the actor wants for Randall's character? That the fact that they're actually filming means that he gave into that demand. I don't know if he gave into that demand. I know they changed the script a lot. Okay. Oh wow. After post heart attack, Kevin Smith wrote re- wrote a new script of. Uh, Clerks yeah. three, and they got they got um, they got him they got Jeff Anderson back for with that one. Okay, so I'm okay. So I don't I think, know I don't I, know the details. I think that's my answer. Possibly. That's my, <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's my answer then. But everyone's coming back. Dante Leonardo. Um, oh wow. Ahsoka is gonna be there. So. Oh, that'll be nice. cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, so I might have to make the trip out to New Jersey to uh, the quick stop at some point this summer. Um. But other than that, let's get into uh, the Tom Hanks of it all. Devin, I'm going to throw the show <laughs> over to you. You are the captain now. Let's talk about Good. Captain Phillips. Uh, you had to get that one in at least once. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. All right. So today we're talking about the 2013 uh, movie Captain Phillips, directed by Paul Greengrass, who you might know from the Bourne series. Um, did you not watch any of the Bourne movies, Ryan? I was never a fan of the concept when they originally came out. Oh, uh, no, I got super into him. I, I'm a uh, fan of the meme. Oh, my God, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of memes, we'll have to talk about that soon. Uh, it's. Uh, it was also, interestingly, this movie was written by Billy Ray, was the lead screenwriter on this. Uh, Billy Ray's known for uh, Hunger Games and Gemini Man, which I guess kind of makes sense. Um, but it stars Tom Hanks and Barkad Abdi. Uh, and I think this was Barkad Abdi's like breakout role. Uh, so yeah. Wasn't this the first time he acted on screen? It was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like they, they literally looked for, I think it was over 700 people auditioned and they picked these four. They said they were like just the best that like the best that ever came out. Like, and you know, they're just really drawn to them and I think they did great. But this is a movie that I had seen in theaters when it came out. I, was, I, I love me some Tom Hanks. Uh, I love him in all of his various facets. Um, Dev, and Devin, I, I don't know if you're doing this on purpose or not, but your British accent's starting to slip out. No, it's not. Yeah, I was picking up on what it. Did, dang it, I don't do it on purpose, I promise. I don't love it. <laughs> um, but I love me some Tom Hanks, and I saw this because I love him and wanted to watch him in a thing, just doing a thing, saw it in theaters. I loved it, didn't expect anything going into it, thought it was a wonderful movie, loved the memes. What do you guys, neither of you two had seen it before, correct? Correct. Yeah. Ooh, that was nice, that was well-timed. Uh, <laughs> so then, in no particular order, what did you think? I'll go first. Um... So I watched this last night for the first time on IMDb TV, which is a mouthful, but (laughs) I watched it with commercials and I kind of regretted that because the commercials for the most part were well-timed. And then there were like two that weren't and really cut into the tension of, are these pirates going to get on the ship or are they going to shoot him in the face? Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, It was very good at keeping the tension going and keeping it tense throughout without it being too much. Um, I enjoyed it. Ryan, what did you think? Yeah. um, 
I enjoyed it too, and I suffered from the same issues that Alan did because I watched it uh, the IMDb thing as well. Um, they need somebody to actually look to where those commercials are going in <laughs> instead of letting a computer do it. I think um, if, if they can send their CEO to space, they can better time out those commercials. Yeah, yeah they they can. I just anyway, uh, <laughs> getting yeah. Um, this was an event that you know how sometimes like a news story grabs you and like mm-hmm. you're like glued to the TV like 24 seven until it's taken care of. That was me with this issue when it first happened. Uh-huh. Um, so like I watched interviews with like the crew that came out and like everything possible that I could get my hands on. And even knowing as much as I do about that whole incident, I got anxious. <laughs> Like, I knew it was going to happen, like, you know, um, but I, I still got anxious. So they did a really good job when it came to making this. Well, I mean, it's a good point. Alan, did you know what was going to happen based on, you know, the real life spoilers of this event? I don't remember the real life spoilers of this, like uh, the real life events of this mm-hmm. at all. I'm looking up the dates. It was April 2009. I was a senior in high school. I was preoccupied with other things i think <laughs> so um yeah i don't re- i vaguely remember it happening i don't remember the details of it of it um but yeah i didn't know i had a feeling he he made it through because i feel like i remember seeing pictures of him and tom hanks at like the premiere or something um but i didn't know for sure so that added a little bit of of tension, but at the same time, it's like mm-hmm. it's Tom Hanks. They're not gonna. You don't kill. Tom kill Hanks. Yeah, you don't kill off Tom. Yeah. Hanks. What if that's like a writer, like a clause of his? Is you can't kill off his. Character. I mean, I can only think of one film that does it. Off of the top of my head. Is it Philadelphia? I didn't. I wasn't thinking of Philadelphia. <laughs> um, I guess two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what but happens I can think, in I can think of another one that almost kills him off, which is Toy Story three. So oh, too soon, man. Ryan? Or is that the one? That's you were thinking that's of? the one I was thinking of, but I didn't want to say yeah. it because it's oh spoilers. right. Yeah. Oh no, no. Chat's got us. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I forgot everything that happened. I, so when I went into this movie first, when I saw it in in theaters, I didn't know what happened apart from I know that it was like a real thing. I know that South Park had a whole episode making fun of it where Cartman makes the Somalian pirates dress up like old-timey pirates and sing sea shanties, which, <laughs> of course, you do that, South Park. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like something you'd see on TikTok now. Right. <laughs> that is something, yeah. Yeah. But so, I mean, even re-watching this movie this time, like, it, it was like what Alan and Ryan said, like, or what you guys both said, you're Alan and Ryan, um, what you both said, like, it was still tense for me. Like they did a good job of like raising the stakes in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think part of that was the score. Uh, Cause I had to look up who did the score. Cause it felt very Hans Zimmery, like inception or the dark Knight, mm-hmm. And it was Henry Jackman. Uh, I don't know if I know that he did. Um, X-Men first class, uh, Captain America, and the winter soldier, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Pretty much anything with the Winter films. Soldier. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... I think 
that really helps along because there's a lot of like just uh drum beats going like just a long rhythmic like just to get your heartbeat going yeah i mean it was effective though like they did it at just the right times and all right so how much do you guys and this is going to be like a weird question but i want to know how you guys were into this how much do you guys know about like basically pirates like modern day pirates did you guys know much about it if anything so sorry no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so this was not the first ship that this happened to. Obviously, in the movie, they showed that there mm-hmm. were other ships that were being captured. And I remember on the news for about a five to six month span, there were four or five other cargo ships that had this exact thing happen to it. And it was on the news about the Somalia waterway, about the pirates, mm-hmm. about the political instability inside Somalia at the time as to why this stuff was going on. Um, and like, and, and he talked about it a lot. Like modern day pirates is more just about disrupting shipping and getting mm-hmm. money from the companies as in ransom, as in ransom money to get the ships moving again. And that's it. They didn't, nobody ever wanted to kill anyone. It was just, mm-hmm. we're going to hold your barge here until you pay us and then we'll let you go about your way. And most companies did, but then something went wrong and then it made national news. And then that's when they started counting them. And then this happened. And then this was just the cap that the U S then had to deal with it. Yeah. See, that's interesting. Cause I didn't know about, like, I, I think if you had asked me prior to this incident, if pirate pirating still happened, I would have been like, yeah, on CDs. Or something like that, but not like like people holding ships hostage. So I thought it was fascinating seeing like what it looks like to like the the like pirate doors they had on the ships and stuff. I thought that was so cool to see. Yeah, I mean, it's not something that we're expo- we were exposed to at the time in uh, rural Pennsylvania. Like you're not worrying about Somali pirates <laughs> in the Cumberland Valley, um, right? Friend of the show, yeah. uh, Romana. Uh, notice something. I, th- I, think Thanks, I, it, I think it did it itself. I know I switched it, but it switched back. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, yeah, so what we knew as piracy in 2009 was the FBI warning at the front of the DVD saying, yeah, piracy is a crime. Uh, and it is. Don't, don't illegally download stuff, kids. Um, <laughs> if you want to get stuff for free, support your local library. They have. They probably have Captain Phillips on DVD and Blu-ray. And if you want, you can get the book and the audiobook. Coming soon, the graphic novel. I don't know. Um, oh, probably. Probably. Um. So yeah, it's not something I really thought about that much, mm-hmm. but it makes sense. Yeah, and I just I don't know. I I find that I I find that super fascinating. Just that whole side of everything that I just didn't know about. I was like, oh wow, I guess they would have pirate doors. Or I thought the thing with the hoses was cool, where they like shot all of that water off kind of to make a perimeter around the boat so it was harder for them to board. I thought that was really neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys, like, know about that, or did you learn anything? I had no idea about the hoses. Mm-hmm. Um, it was probably something on one of the shows that I watched that I just forgot about. But, I mean, it, just like you guys, see, 2009, 2008, um, I would have just gotten out of college and... Yeah, I mean, to me, it was one of those things where it's like, I knew, like, piracy happened on, like, a lower level, you know, like, capture, mm-hmm. you know, like, a fishing boat or, like, taking people hostage, stuff like that, but nothing like this yeah. um, until it started making national news. 
but yeah, no, seeing the pirate stuff, like the pirate doors and stuff was definitely interesting. Um, I liked how they showed him go about his, like, check of the ship. And yeah. the way he handled that situation when he was talking to his, like, second in command. Um, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was definitely somewhat educational. <laughs> so the mo- the movie itself tops out at two hours and fifteen minutes, I think, without without commercials. I didn't. It's on Netflix over here. Uh, it tops out at two hours and fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys feel like any like that's a long movie? Like I think his movie about oh my gosh the the one where he's uh, flying the plane yeah Sully Sully is like a breezy hour and a half like it's it hey look. Sully did a thing. He was going to get in trouble. He's not in trouble. Like, this could have been an hour and a half. Look, he got kidnapped by pirates. He's good now. Like, do you think this movie earned the two-hour, 15-minute mark? Was any of it wasted? Like, what did you guys think? It it felt a little long in the third act for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a lot of back and forth. And I get it. That's what happened. But it was just like, oh, come on. Just take out the boat already. Like, just take out the boat. <laughs> like, come on. Let's speed this along. Because I was watching this at, like my, I told you, my sleep schedule was all screwed up. I was watching this yeah. at three thirty in the morning. Like just, oh my gosh! I mean, I had just, taken like a five-hour nap before that, but still, I was like, "Let's move it along. Let's let's go." Yeah. Um, we know what'll happen. Yeah. The, the, to me, I I don't know. It feels right for the historical yeah. significance of it and to be able to tell the story properly. And in fact, there's stuff that I really wish they would have covered that they didn't do in this movie. And I feel like is kind of one-sided because I f- they did not do a good enough job for me explaining the motivations for the high, uh, for the, the hijackers because that's yeah. The, I wanted to talk the, about that because the problems in Somalia is kind of partly a lot of, to the fault of the country's government that I'm and Alan are sitting in, and also the country's government that Devin is sitting in, um, and a lot of other people. And so we, we, our governments have a lot to blame to what's, to what has happened in Somalia over the past 60 years. Um, and I feel like that they did a disservice by glossing over why the small empires were having to do what they were doing. Yeah. I don't know much about that. So do you, do one of you want to talk about that? Because I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm all ears. Well, they Devin, talk about it. <laughs> well, they, well, they talk about it like a little bit. Like, and and I, this is one of the things I think that I was almost leading with my last question was like, you get a little bit of like their life in Somalia. You get a little bit of like how they pick who's going to go on the pirate raid. And then there's this brief, brief, brief moment where uh, one of the, the, like, I think his name's Muse says something like, oh, you know, you Americans are what caused all of this, or, like, you know, it's your fault. And they, like, hint at there potentially being, like, a bigger reason for showing all of that. And they hint at, like, like, I don't feel like I got a payoff for why I saw their village and why I saw the way that they were chosen, Mm -hmm. aside from, hey, there's a 17-year-old on board. Like, there's this really young kid. But, like, I feel like the movie was trying to set that up and just didn't. And that's the part that I think I would have made shorter. You you think that you would cut it shorter that they cut the pirate's I, backstory shorter? I, I think either don't give me pirate backstory or make pirate backstory pay off in a way I think they were trying to set up. I would 
I would argue, give me yeah, give me more pirate story. Yeah. Give, me, give me the the background on why they are doing this a little bit more. I don't really need to know that Captain Phillips has a wife that we never see again. Um, I'd much rather have the backstory of the villains more than than that setup that ultimately doesn't really do anything because they cut the rest of her scenes out of the film. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I I think definitely that. What they could have done was have him, they could have opened up the movie with him in the minivan or that transport vehicle being driven up to the ship. And then they could have spent maybe a minute and a half of screen time on like him walking through do, doing doing his like round of the ship, his safety checks, and him mm-hmm. having like quick little flashbacks of like him with his kids, him with his wife, the wife dropping him off the airport, and then show the you know a picture of you know him show him take the picture frame of his family out of his bag and put it mm-hmm. on the desk on the ship yeah. that's all they would have needed it would have been do. fine it yeah. would have been fine because if they i guess the originally the intent was to cut back and forth to the wife getting up status updates on his situation and I'm like, I've seen that before. They did that on Apollo 13 with Tom Hanks. Still, have never seen that movie, by the way. What? Yeah, I've never seen Apollo 13. Oh man, like I'm putting oh. that. Uh, I'm writing that one down, Alan. If you want it to be on your list, you can. But I'm eh. just writing it down so we don't forget. Now write it down. Um, we should have done First Man today because it's a uh, it's Moon Day. Is it Moon Day? It's Moon Day. Oh. Well, happy Moon Day, guys. We I didn't know. on the moon in 1969. The only oh, reason I, only reason I remember which, uh, which day it is is because that Even Stevens song. There's an Even Stevens song? Yeah, we went to the moon in 1969. Not 1968, but a year later. That's, <laughs> that's the extent of that song. It, that's You know what? That pans out for Even Stevens. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. Um, uh, so Ryan, hold on. What, what is like, if you don't mind going into like maybe bullet points of why my current country and previous country, uh, made Somalia the way it is. Cause I mean, the way that it's set up in, in the movie, obviously, is it's like, here's a boat full of aid for Africa. Look at these villains taking it away from those people. Yeah. And that's how it was shown in a lot of different, like a lot of media that was talking about the situation. That's how they kind of framed it. It was like, look at these warlords from Somalia and these regions that aren't controlled by Somalians government, you know, hijacking these supplies. And that's pretty much what happened when the whole Black Hawk Down situation. Oh, yeah. Like happened like it, it was the same exact problems. It was just different names, different people. Same thing. Um the government in Somalia has changed hands so many times. It's hard to keep track. There have been so many different names of organizations who've said that they've taken over. There have been a ton of civil wars in Somalia. Um, They do have a capital, which is their biggest city. And Mm -hmm. there is a port there and it is somewhat secure. It is secure, which is why they were Mm -hmm. heading there. Um, but the interior of the country, there's a lot of poverty. Um, mm. There's a lot of strife between uh, native Somalians who have been there for 
hundreds uh, for hundreds of years, if not thousands of years, and then you have a lot of uh, Somalian minorities that are in different parts of the country, and they clash a lot. It doesn't help that a lot of the times when these civil wars kick off, our country, the country's government that you're in, other European countries like to try to get involved to help, and it just muddies uh, the waters, and it makes things more difficult. Sure. Um, so it's one of those things where it's like, we try to help, but then there are certain organizations in our country that want to make sure that things go a certain way for us politically. So they'll back one side more than the other. Got it. That and then the sense. dominoes just fall into place. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds like exactly what I expected, to be fair. So when it comes to movies like this, the reason mm-hmm. why I, the reason why I hadn't seen this is because one, I spent so much time watching the news coverage and watching specials and watching the like three hour long thing that the, the, the uh, three hour long special that either the History Channel or Discovery Channel did on it um, yeah. at one point. Um, so when it came out, I was like, Man, I don't really want to watch a movie on something that I like watched and kind of you know like know so much yeah. about. And then at the same time, there are certain topics that just leave a bad taste in my mouth when it comes mm-hmm. to certain storylines, and this is one of them because because of all of those things I watched on the news and other entertainment channels about what happened, it kind of put me into a situation where I was looking up how we have interacted in Somalia in the past, and then that just made me mad. And I'm like, I'm not yeah. watching something made from Hollywood in our country about Somali pirates because they're not going to get it right, and they almost didn't get it right just yeah. because they didn't say things. I, I mean, yeah. I, I think for a Paul Greengrass film starring Tom Hanks, this does dirty the waters a little bit. It's not as clean cut that... Yeah. Uh we are the good guys going to help. And then mm-hmm. these guys are, are robbing the, the shipment of help. I think it is, it does uh, question the, uh, the backstory of it. Like, are, why are they like, I think it does give you a little bit of insight into the, the motives of the pirates, but it could have done more. Yeah. And I, I wish it did. Well, and, and now that I'm thinking about it, it really does bother me because there are parts in this movie where I feel like they just cut down a much bigger script for time. Mm-hmm. Because, like, there's that, like, refrain where he's like, you're not fishermen, you're not fishermen. Mm-hmm. And, like, I I understand that in the real event, they claimed that they were fishermen. It's in the book that Captain Phillips wrote. I understand that's where they're pulling a lot of that from. But I feel like they're trying, they almost wanted to make a bigger point out of it, almost, and just didn't drive it home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, that's a shame. Yeah. And, but... When it comes to Captain uh, Tom Hanks and his betrayal of Captain Phillips, mm-hmm. he did as good of a job as he did with Sully. Yeah, absolutely. In, uh, in that, I feel like uh, this kind of leads into the movie we're going to be doing next, but there's a scene in this movie that 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 reminded me of Aliens 2. Um and it's when uh, Captain Phillips is talking to the crew and they're mm-hmm. talking about how we're not paid enough for this. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. That's aliens. That's, That's aliens. aliens. Yeah. That's aliens. Yeah. When they're when they're talking about pay like that scene kind of made me laugh a little bit because all I saw were the two guys from Alien 
uh, mm-hmm. complaining about their share, and then Phillips is just standing there in, like, Weaver's position and, like, what she's <laughs> saying. So, I mean, like, I got what he was saying, and I got the whole thing, but it was just funny how my brain connected those two scenes together. <laughs> so, I think I know what Ryan's pick for next week is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, very real, real quick, thanks yeah, for the follow, fine. Lou Sasso. Oh, thanks, man. Cool. The little Sasso the second, I think that's what it says. Thank you for the follow. I'm on board. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so was there a scene in this movie, to pivot back to the movie quick, that you guys thought stood out? Like that, that you liked? And I'll go first. Uh, okay. For me, it was the, the PTSD scene. Like the, the him still in shock scene when he got back to the boat, uh, when he got rescued. I thought his acting was phenomenal. I, I loved it. I thought it was... I don't know. It, it seemed like a very honest kind of portrayal of what someone going through shock would kind of react like at the time. Okay. Oh, yeah. You stole mine. Um, <laughs> and mine. And mine. Okay. No, let's just talk about Oh, this. no. It takes... A, okay. So we're talking about Tom Hanks here. Former yeah. scump, Woody, big... <laughs> Tom Hanks. Yeah. It takes a lot for me to not think, okay, that's Tom Hanks acting. Tom Hanks acting. Mm-hmm. That took me out of it. Like, that... That blew me away. Like that. Like yeah. that's the first time in a long time that I was like, "Holy hell, this guy can act!" And I, I, in that moment, I didn't see Tom Hanks. I saw a guy who just went through this dramatic event, um, and it it was breathtaking. Like I yeah. absolutely love that scene. And I did a little bit of research, and that whole thing was improvised. Oh, was it? I didn't know yeah. that part. He improvised the whole thing. And the um, the caretaker, the 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 mm-hmm. person doing the exam, was just doing what they would do to somebody who was in that condition. It was a corpsman, I believe. Yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. The yeah. That, that's what um, the, yeah. So like, she was just going through all the questions that she would ask, and like, so like, uh, like asking about the blood on him. He's like, well, no, it's not. It's not all mine. Like, just all of that. Like, you can cool see. Boy. You can see him like breaking and it's heartbreaking and it's just so good like i want a whole movie of just that (laughs) i feel like the only way you could do that would be to ad lib it because to to, to try to take direction and try for the director to be like look what i want you to do is she's going to ask you this and then you got to say this and then you've got to do this with your hand and then i want you to emote Mm -hmm. this way it's like no, no 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 it's too complicated just you've just been through this event you're going through shock. Have you ever seen anybody go through shock? And then if, I, he probably watched video of people going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. So he's probably doing some, uh, so he's probably, you know, doing some miming. If I say the mm-hmm. other word, I'm going to stare my head off. So he's miming, you know, what those other, uh, what he saw probably. But mm-hmm. holy cow, like that's one of those things and not to try to make a joke out of it, where as soon as, where as soon as they said cut on set, somebody walks up and just hands him an Oscar and says, it's okay. You, <laughs> just, just, you earned this. I was, <laughs> you yeah. earned this, you're good. <laughs> I was looking it up. He didn't even get nominated for this movie. I know it did have nominations, but it, it wasn't him. Okay, so this film was nominated for for the Oscars. Uh, best writing for an adapted screenplay. Best okay. achievement in sound mixing. Uh, best achievement in sound editing. Best achievement in film editing. Best performance by a supporting actor for Baraka Abadi. That makes sense. Um, and best picture. But no um, 
No, it was 2013, no right? Yeah, so it was the Oscars 2014 that this 2014. Movie. Let me see who was nominated. Yeah, so that's that shocks me. The only other thing I know about that scene, to while you're looking that up to fill in a, a gap, is you're right. The person that was there was a real Navy corpsman doing just her normal job. Apparently, during the first take of it, she was so star tra- starstruck by Tom Hanks, she froze up, and he just stopped doing what he was doing and went, no, 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 I'm the one in shock in the scene, not you. <laughs> and apparently, like, that calmed her down enough that she's like, okay, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, because, I Which mean, the thing is, I like, I, it's, I was watching that scene, and what I love mm-hmm. about that was that you could tell, like, I'm sorry, but you can tell when when they hire an actor to play a background military person, you can tell. <laughs> you can really tell. And then so when he sat down and, and they showed her and they showed the guy behind her, I'm like, oh, these are real military members. Like, I, oh, wow. you, you can just you can just get the sense of it. And yeah. she was going through her thing. And I think that's what helped that pull for me for, 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 for that scene was realizing that he's dealing with actual core. You know, he's dealing with 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 actual military medical staff mm-hmm. and yeah. he's able to do this. Like, that's what drove it home for me. So cool. Okay, Good so the uh, the leading actor nominees in 2014 were Shiwatel Iliafor for 2000, or 12 Years a Slave, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio for Wolf of Wall Street, Bruce oh. Dern for Nebraska, Christian Bale for American Hustle, and then the winner was Matthew McConaughey for Dallas Buyers Club. Okay, okay. That's, I get it. Yeah. It's okay. I can I I don't see Tom Hanks beating Matthew McConaughey in Dallas Buyers Club. Or Twelve Years a Slave. Or Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah. I've never seen Dallas Buyers Club. Is it good? Um It's worth watching. I don't know if we'd ever do it on the podcast. But it's just like worth a watch. Yeah. No, but Matthew it, McConaughey's yeah, good in it. Um Yeah. He physically transformed so much for that role too. That's like the only um, thing I know about it is it is his like transformation for it. Yeah, it's um, a good story. It is how, a hell of a story. How's the sound on the stream? I can't tell. It looks like my sound bars froze. I mean, me? I think oh, we're good. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Oh, we're good. Okay. Um, so since we're talking about improvised lines, I have to bring up the improvised line in this movie. Uh, guys, how did you feel about the I, I'm the captain now? scene that was improvised that was improvised 100 percent. yes so happy that makes me so incredibly happy did it live up to the meme hype yes or no yeah it did yeah that's one of the oldest memes i can remember (laughs) honestly like that's like memes started becoming a thing my senior year of college which is when this movie came out like it became so they became much more mainstream. And I just remember like, look at me, look at me. I'm the captain now. As, like as being a thing you would say drunk at a party. Um, I mean, really though, like, I'm pretty sure Devin came up to me that year at a party. And it's like, I'm the captain now. I'm sure. And, and you I'm didn't like, get it. Cause you never watched I, it. And I cut you off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rightly so. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I enjoyed it. Like, it be it didn't really take away from it knowing that it was a meme. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, think I knew memes, it was going. Yeah, I'll oh, go ahead. I, 
Well, I was waiting for it to happen, and I know that he's wearing the polo in the meme, so I was waiting to see what shirt Tom Hanks was wearing to know when they were actually going to board the ship. So when he walked out and he's wearing that polo, I said, oh, they're going to board the ship in this scene. <laughs> I mean, Ryan, you are the meme master general, so I, I'm not surprised that you knew what shirt Tom Hanks was wearing. And I do have to say that, I mean, memes went mainstream, I would say probably like 2014, 2015. Um, and I remember this meme popping up in like 2011. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, about this movie came huh? out in 2013. 2013? Oh, I'm sorry. It's a meme I'm from the future, the guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about... I'm thinking about the actual event. Yeah. For some reason, I oh, yeah. the dates crossed within the movie. I remember, th- I remember this meme coming out shortly after the movie was released. Mm-hmm. But what I was getting to was that I mean I was sharing memes on like MySpace. Oh I mean, wow. Granted, granted, those were like the ones where it was like the two colors starburst with like the duck in the middle or like the oh wolf yeah in the middle of it. So I wow yeah. having been friends with you on Facebook for many years now i am not surprised that you were sharing memes on myspace oh i was i had okay so my first meme that i ever shared was of the armless demon thing from the resident uh from the silent hill movie um where it's like it's walking without arms and it's just a torso and it's going like this Mm -hmm. and it actually i need you to stand up and do that no, I'm not going to. And so then next to it, it says, wait for me, guys, because he can't walk very fast. That was the first meme I think I ever came across. And then I since think, then, it's just been a downhill spiral. I think what impresses me the most is that you remember your first meme. Like you, it, was, like it's it was hysterical. For... I mean, it, it, um, and the best part is, I guess that came, that was a still image from a GIF that somebody made. During, so then once um, you discovered time, the gif and i found the gif and i'm like oh my god this is great like this is my life on the internet started when i found that still image of the gif and then it got oh even worse when i found the gif and then that's when i discovered gifs and then my life just went downhill from there all come full circle <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well that's one thing i wanted to bring up real quick which is like memes in movies like we did our like watch along of star wars episode three Almost yeah. every frame of that freaking movie is a meme in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> and I think that enhanced my enjoyment of it. Like, yeah. does it do that to you guys? Does it detract from it all? Like, what do you think? It gives me a chuckle. Like, especially yeah? the episode three is like, the hello there, General Okanobi. It's like, ah, he said this thing. The internet <laughs> he did the does. thing. Um, I don't think it, like, I think it can be distracting, but I try not to let it get to me. Like, I, uh-huh. I think it's just fun. Um... And I can think of a few other movies that are meme-tastic that we can get into then. But, Ryan, what, what are your thoughts? So, it actually is a positive for me. And mm-hmm. here's why. Because if it's a movie that I'm not interested at all in seeing, and I'll use an example in Marriage Story, um, at least I know that there is a scene where like a very important meme came from. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to watch this to see what that scene actually is and why it's you know translated into internet culture the way it has so if something gets memed it's either because it comes from something that's very very good or something that's very very bad and either way there's enjoyment there Mm -hmm. so if something gets memed i know okay you know this is going to be fine 
Now, you do have exceptions, like with The Office. The Office is fine. It's not always my type of humor. But mm-hmm. The Office gets memed heavily, as it should, because a lot of people find it funny, and it is funny. It's just not my brand of humor. And so that's whenever I do come across, like, an Office episode, I might watch, like, five minutes of it just to see if I see something I've seen in a meme. Good. Okay. Good. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, and then you've got, like, uh, the evolution of it uh, with the whole hello there. Yeah. And, you know, uh, hello there. General Kenobi, I like what memes do to stuff like that because that was, like, the first big meme that came out of that movie. And then, you know, every other scene got memed after that. And to be fair, like, Star Wars itself had the meme of, I have a bad feeling about this, all the way back to 1977. Like, they put that in every movie. Yeah. Um, But what I was going to say is that the way that the internet takes this stuff and it evolves. Um, I shared a meme recently from Don Coyote instead of Star Wars. And it was Don Coyote on his horse next to his guy. And it says, Ola, there, on top. And then underneath, it was a windmill with lightsabers on it. That was you. And it says, General uh, Coyote, in French. Coyote, yeah. So, like, that's why I like memes. Because it's silly, internet, very, very easily photoshopped stuff that carries a theme. But anybody can do. And it it is art. Like, it is art. Um, in the chat, Little Miss Moon says, I appreciated every Fast and Furious meme you shared, Ryan. Well well done. Um, Thank you. (laughs) So, yeah, the, uh, the Dom Toretto family memes have really become a thing recently. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think another, Devin, can you think of another memed movie that comes to mind? I see a lot of B-movie as a meme. Yeah, um, I, I see the like the uh, Patrick Wilburton character turning on like what like that. that yep. <laughs> um, Shrek that is a famous. going animated. Shrek is a big one. Shrek is probably yeah. the most memed anything in the history of yeah. ever. Um, I'm on the subreddit for it, but the Sam Raimi Spider Man. Like, there's just a guy going through and making memes out of every single quote from that movie. <laughs> He's to the scene after the Green Goblin attacks the the uh, the festival at yeah Times Square. They're back in the apartment. He's to that point now in the movie. So he's about halfway there. Good for um, him. But like, just Bully McGuire, I think, has become a meme at this point too. Um, oh, I think Spider-Man so. I, I've seen that one. Yeah. Um, it, to the point now when my brother and I talk about Spider-Man uh, No Way Home, he's just like, I just want Bully McGuire to show up and <laughs> just wreck Electro. <laughs> I I would be impressed. Yeah, I, I think at the moment for myself, I don't share a lot of these, but it's mainly Star Trek memes is like my big mm-hmm. thing. Because you've got like 12 plus, almost like 7 plus different series, all those movies they get memed to death. It's just like the star Wars ones do, yeah. but they're, mm-hmm. they're I'm kind sure. of more in like the Trekkie center of like the internet. They don't really get a lot of, you know, like mainstream airtime, but those are primarily my like core. And then you've just got the, the classics and the, the core memes. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. It, and I think just overall, I think that it's funny. I, I think I'm with Alan. I think it's funny to see a meme in a movie that you, especially one that got so big, 
I don't know that it detracts. I think when it came on screen, I just, like, when they got to that scene, I just went, ha. And that was it. Like, it was just, like, an audible, not real laugh that I did just to acknowledge that I know the thing from the internet. And then I just, like, moved on with my life. It's like that, that cutaway in Family Guy where he's at the theater and every time they say the name of the movie, he's like, ah, they said it! Right, right. My, my favorite one in that whole thing is, the only way I can save the day is to be Superman for the quest for peace. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one, though. Oh, man. So, any other, like, thoughts or questions about, about this movie? Uh, I've done a bit of research about the difference between real life and the movie. If we want to know into that, we I, I would love to. to know about that. What, what did they change? Let's do it. So, Ryan, you're going to know probably a bit more than I do since you, you watched the documentary. But as far as bullet points are concerned, there's a big kind of point of contention they didn't really talk about. They glossed over it. Was Captain Phillips' choice to take the sea route that he took. In the movie, they like made it seem ominous that the boat was just going this way. It didn't seem like Tom Hanks had much of a say about where the boat was going. They were just like, oh no, these are dangerous waters, folks. Uh, but in real life, like these were known piracy waters. Uh, this had been a big deal up until this point. Uh, and Phillips specifically was warned against taking this route. And there was supposed to be a much longer, much safer route that they were supposed to take. And he just did not take it. To the point where after this whole thing happened, I think several of the crew ended up suing Captain Phillips for being put through this. Because uh, it was a deliberate choice on his end. Um, yeah. what, was, what was the outcome of those lawsuits? Do you know? I don't. Do you know, Ryan? They're... The, 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 more than likely because I don't remember what they are mm-hmm. and with knowing my memory with stuff like this they were probably settled out of court um, sure. with sealed um, about 80% sure on that one but mm. this was this this gets into one of the reasons why I really wasn't interested in watching this movie is because Sully he is a good guy um, nobody's perfect, but he's as good as you're going to get for just a random dude thrown into a bad event. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain Phillips is more rough around the edges. Yeah. And there are some questionable things there in his judgment, um, in the, in reality. And so that's another reason why I was like, I'm not really interested to see a movie about this guy almost die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the one thing that I did appreciate is they didn't make him look like the hero. He didn't do every perfect move every time. Like, even in the movie, they like they just showed you things he did and really didn't comment on whether this was the tactically smart move. They just, they showed him, like, you know, oh, there's pirates, I'm going to call. Hey, I think these are bad guys. Let me wiggle the ship back and forth a bit. Let me, you know, turn on the water hoses. Like, he just did stuff they weren't, like, wow, what a brilliant tactician you are. Or, you know, oh, how great of you to put yourself on that boat with them. They're just like, these are the events. Watch them happen without commentary. Which, I mean, to a point of it, too, when it comes to, like, the water cannons and, like, moving Mm -hmm. the boat back and forth, I mean, there is some... There is some usefulness in that because these... I mean, because these guys come on these, like, pretty much oversized rowboats that are made for the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so when you're going up against a tanker, if you can create enough of a wake, you can get them to slow down or, you know, get them to injure themselves in their boat from basically being flung around. So it, it is 
a smart idea to actually do that. Um, I just don't remember if that's like, if those were like policy things, you know, mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, if, you know, if you're captaining one of our company ships and pirates attack, this is what you do. Right, like, do I these don't things, know if yeah. There was, yeah, exactly. I don't know if that's what that was or if that mm-hmm. was him just like thinking on the seat of his pants. Right. You know. I did some research. It looks like the lawsuit was settled out of court. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's that's usually if I don't remember stuff like that, that's usually yeah. because they were like, yeah, it's sealed. <laughs> yeah, like, sorry, you don't know. <laughs> I think the other really big difference between real life and the movie was, uh, and I know you know this, Ryan, but Alan, how long do you think he was on that lifeboat with them? I'm going to guess 24 hours. Five days. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which they really like don't do a great job of showing like the duration. Apparently the duration was something they didn't show well. The heat, like, I mean, you can't show heat very well. They showed them sweating and the one guy broke open a window. They almost played the window thing as like a look at this stupid guy. But like it really was that hot on the boat. Yeah, uh, and then, yeah. It's a tin can. It's a, it's, it's a tin can in the ocean. Right. On on the equator, for crying out loud. Yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah. And then the part that I, I don't know, I guess is like a, I don't know, somebody who sometimes writes screen things. One of the things I think that they left out that I almost wonder why, and maybe it just would have been too much for the audience, was they really psychologically tortured him on that boat. Like, apparently to the point where they, like, staged multiple fake executions like going all the way up into the point where they had him believing that like, okay, this time it's the real one. And then like pulled back at the last moment. Like that had to have been just awful. Oh, I mean the point where they have him blindfolded and like have the gun to his neck at the end. Mm -hmm. Like that was hard to watch. I can, I can see why you would take that out. Cause no one wants, no one goes to the movies wanting to see Tom Hanks tortured. I mean, it's true. That's true. (laughs) It's Tom Hanks. He's a, He's a he's an American sweetheart. Um, he is. He's an American treasure, so we don't want to torture him too much. Yeah. So he probably won't be in Toy Story Five. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> but yeah, the um, I mean, those lifeboats are amazing. They just need AC. They just need AC. Right. I mean, I didn't. To be fair, this is I think the first time I've ever seen a non titanic looking lifeboat in my life <laughs> was watching this movie because okay. in my mind a lifeboat is a rowboat that we've hung from the side of the ship get on it folks oh, let damn. me like lower it down with a crane yeah no th- th- this is what a modern day lifeboat yeah. looks like got it they might be painted different colors uh the insides might look a little different if it's depending on like a you know, like a cargo ship, like this one was compared to like a cruise ship. If you're on but, a Disney, I mean, cru- if you're on a Disney cruise ship, they have Mickey ears. Oh, do they? Probably. Yeah. I don't oh, know. Yeah. So that's exciting. These these things are designed to be able to stay afloat um, when they've been submerged for a mm. little bit, simply because if like uh, if 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 you're in a storm, oh, right. um, those seats have seat belts on them. So if they roll, you're not going to fall and fly out of your seat. Um, oh, which wow. is why the, like the, um, the, the head part on the seats, why mm-hmm. they were like wrapped. Why oh, the foam was wrapping around the sure. side of the head. Um, yeah, no, there, when it comes to being on the ocean, there is not a safer 
vessel you could be in on the ocean than one of those. You might get baked to death. <laughs> <laughs> but you won't drown. You're not you're not going to drown in one of those. As as long as you're not in like a level 5 hurricane or something. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean that yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Uh what else did I have? I think that's it. I think that's all I had for this movie. Uh Perfect. do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? I think I'm good, Ryan. Do you got anything? One possible non uh, a possible meme that they didn't make out of this. I'm so happy you did this kind of okay. research. Okay, so when when Captain Phillips is doing his rounds, mm-hmm. okay, he sees the overhanging pirate locking thing that's not done right. Yeah. So it should have been the first frame is him looking up, and then whatever caption for whatever individual or thing mm-hmm. that's trying to get somewhere, and then he hits it. And he sees that it opens. And then it's whatever issue that caused that thing or person to get to where they were supposed to go. And uh-huh. then closes it back. And then and then the next scene is him looking disappointed. Um, yeah. And it's going to be, again, that person or thing that could have done something but didn't on their own fruition. Good. I'm really glad you thought. You need to make this meme. Yeah, you need to make this meme. I think every week... I need week to ne- find something. I need to find something that works with that, but I, I can You're there that. with it. I just need yeah. to get the right the right thing. Like, I need a company that had plans to do a merger but didn't no, at yeah. the last second or something like that, or like a sports team that was about to sign somebody and didn't. Like, that type of a thing. So, hold on. You did brought up, bring up a question that I... You guys might know better than me. So, they made... A fairly big deal in this movie where they're like, lock the pirate gates, shut the, the, you know, lock the captain door or the bridge door. And they like did all those things and they like locked and secured the bridge door. They locked and secured these pirate gates. And like with one shot from an AK-47, all of these things just opened right away. Is that realistic? Like, and if it's not fine, like they got to get on the bridge somehow. But like, is that, is it really how like locks work? Have you ever shot an AK-47? Never in my life. Have you ever shot a gun? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ne- never an AK-47, though. It's always been, like, pistols. <laughs> um, no, you can. That's yeah. That's possible. Oh, so that's totally fine. Locks, so, I mean, like, a lot of these locks are, um, let's see, 2009. A lot of them probably weren't changed out when they were supposed to be. Mm. So, they've got air, um, uh, so they've got salt water being splashed on them. Right, so right. they're not as strong as what they normally would. Um, those were normal metal chain that you can shoot apart because for the same reasons. Um, I'm really surprised that the pirate doors and locks were just locker locks. I, I call them locker locks, but I know that's not. It's right. like a combination locks. lock. Yeah, mm-hmm. padlocks. Yeah, like yeah. I'm su- like I'm surprised it wasn't like sliding doors that were built in into the ship. Right. I mean, that makes yeah. more sense. Like the Enterprise. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> all, all joking aside, yes. <laughs> all right. Anything else on Captain Phillips before we wrap this up? No. I liked it. I think it's a good movie. All right. Um, I think that does it for uh, Captain Phillips for today. Next week, uh, we will be streaming live on Sunday with Ryan's pick. Ryan, what are you going to have to get, have us watch Oh, to follow my sequels and summer movie theme, 
We're going to be doing Aliens next. Good. You know, that's funny that you uh, picked Aliens, because I have something I need to get to you for, before next week. Which is this book that I picked up of Aliens on-set photography. <laughs> that makes me happy. I can... Yeah, the uh, cashier <laughs> at the bookstore looked at me really weird when I bought, bought that. And then the... Uh, the art and making of Independence Day Resurgence. <laughs> <laughs> Which I bought just for this cover, because that's a dope cover. It's a good that cover. It's and good it has covers. a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes stuff from the first Independence Day. Oh, so that's cool. we'll be revisiting Aliens. This is a film that Ryan had me watch for the first time back, back in the old days before Devin was here and we were only an audio <laughs> podcast. Um, <laughs> but we'll be revisiting Aliens. Um, a film that Devin's never seen. Um, so make sure to f- follow us on Twitch and like us on Facebook so, so you can see when we are live. That'll be this Sunday at 6 o'clock, mm-hmm. hopefully. Um, before then, though, you can go ahead and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow our podcast on all major podcasting platforms if you want to he- see or hear our review of Space Jam. Um, the a new legacy. We'll be recording that later this week and posting it this weekend before the show on Sunday. Um, I believe on Friday evening, Devin will be doing another uh, Fortnite stream here on the Twitch channel. Yep. So you can follow us on Twitch for that. You can like us on Facebook for Ryan's memes. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Instagram for all the fun stuff that I just listed. And until next time for You Have to Watch This Podcast, I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And we're all screwed, man. See you next time. (laughs) What a poll.